Morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the Blacksmith's Furnace with me, Cynthia. With me, Robert. With myself, Pete. Man like Mo, out here. You sound, like the, you sound like the Power Rangers. <laughs> before, before they move. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, it, this is a Blacksmith's Furnace takeover. Mm, I like that. Um, yeah. You might remember Cynthia from maybe I think a month ago or so. Mm, she yeah. came on. Yeah. Then I got a message saying that she wanted to host the whole thing. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? It's International Women's Day. Okay. Why'd you take my line? I was gonna introduce that. You see, I know he couldn't take he couldn't let it go. (laughs) Just let me do what I wanted. Yeah, but you should have like you should have like sensed it in your spirit. I did, that's why I said it. He's not in tune. He's not in tune. Not in tune. tune. I was so in tune, I took the words that you were gonna say and I said them. No, that's not what in tune means. It does. (laughs) It just in in tune means knowing. And I knew and I said (laughs) (laughs) okay, so if you're that works out nicely though, yeah. Oh no! I'll, I'll 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 explain it and talk about it later. Okay. So what are we do now? We're gonna do. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, who's nice. on the hot seat? <coughs> I believe I am. Um... Oh, you're, ta- you're oh. taking it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. All right. Can I go first? Yeah. Yikes! A bit yikes. too eager to do that. Um. Just on the back of Tyson Fury, Jante Wilder. Okay. That fight. Mm. The massacre. <laughs> the massacre. <laughs> that was such a crazy <laughs> that was such a crazy match. Yeah. Um should Christians partake in something as brutal as boxing and any such violent and any other such violent sports? We've had this conversation before, kind of. Um I think given the emphasis being on brutal. Yes. Yeah, but every sort of combat sport can be brutal. Can be but but boxing is like literally you're, you're trying to kill someone. Or like that's, UFC. Yeah, mm. them, them kind of things there. Anyway, again, that's the same sort of thing. So I think last time we spoke about it, um, the the understanding is with any sort of sport, there's a different, there's a different approach to it, um, a different mentality, especially um, by those who partake in it. Um, with, <clears throat> with martial arts, with combat sports, Again, it's that same sort of similar sort of thing where you will find the greatest of relationships between people who literally pummel each other, you know, inspiring uh, day in, day out. Um, and it's because there's a different relationship with the pain associated with uh, the act of beating another person. So it's not it's not the same, I don't think. It's not the same as what the what the normal person... I say normal person, but what normal person on the street thinks of a combat sport. Yes, they're trying to knock each other out. They're not really trying to kill each other. That's why you've got a referee. That's why you've got rules. That's why you've got rounds. Um, That's why there's a doctor on hand. They're not trying to kill each other. No one's ever trying to kill each other in a combat sport. But you are trying to beat each other up. And it's just the practice of that particular discipline. Um, So... Yes, I think Christians are well within their rights to. I have to say that as well because I do Christian, <laughs> but I think I think Christians are well bias, within their rights. Bias. A little bit, a little bit biased, yeah. But I, I do think. Is there I don't any biblical backing that, that 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 you can give to that? I don't think there's. Book I don't think there's any biblical backing as to why not. Hey, don't say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I think anything can apply. You know, whatever your hands find to do, you do it to the glory of God. If it's beating another man. You beat that other man to the glory of God. Um, so 
Yeah, I, I, I don't think there's anything that prohibits Christians from any sort of sport. The fact that combat Wait, sports. What? If what? it's beating another man, do it to the glory of God. Absolutely. Like, pummeling the guy's face, talking about, Sully, Deo, Gloria. That's it. If you can work those words in, work them in. Absolutely. Yeah. Nah, I, I just think it's it's a different if a different it's a different mindset that you you take when you are when you're someone that enjoys or that partakes in this and yeah i don't think there's anything that prohibits christians from doing it okay. at all yeah okay you happy with that thank you jimmy <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry uh, i shouldn't have Robert's feeling heated right now. I'm sorry. So, second question. Second question. Hey, anyone can get it. It is mud. It is mud. Um, Cynthia, do you have a question for him? You can go first. <laughs> my question is out of my mind right now. <laughs> um, <sighs> as a Christian, what do you think we should do if um, you see or you witness or you know of a child that's being um, physically abused, oh, like in their in their home, yes, physically, not sexually, yeah, physically, sexually, okay, uh, any, any inclusive, sort of yeah, okay, abusive. so like abuse that is actual, actually like physically, yeah. Yeah. okay, even like mental, mental. mental. okay, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I, I think the right thing to do is. Yeah, no, it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. It's, it's catching. Thank you. <laughs> no, I think I think the you do the right thing, which is if you if you can intervene, like maybe if it's a family member. So if if it's my nephew or my niece, and I can intervene um, within reason, then to do so, which would be maybe speaking to the child's parents, who in that example would be my brother um, or something like that. If I can intervene, then I do that. Um, if I can't intervene, then there are the, um, at least in this country, there are the options that are available to us calling. I think it's Frank. Is it Frank? No. That's for drugs. That's for drugs. Childline. Is it Childline? Oh, sir, Peter, you've been calling Frank, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. A paracetamol addiction. <laughs> Whenever I get a headache, for some reason I want to take a paracetamol. <laughs> no. Um, no, like, yeah, there are, there are, at least in this country, there are... Um, avenues yeah yeah there are avenues to to get people out of those sort of situations so Mm. definitely definitely do i think that should really go beyond even being a christian it should be anyone that knows of anyone that's um in such circumstances but as as a christian especially i think it's to do those things and i i worry not not worry but I, i definitely see in some african cultures where we would rather sweep it under the rug for yeah, yeah. fear of mm. the stigma that comes with that, yeah. you know. And, oh, no, it's okay. When they grow up, they'll get out of it or something yeah. like that. Or not wanting to bring shame or something. But I think that's very much an African thing. Mm. Which I, I, would, I, think I, would, I would even push beyond this African. I would, mm. I would say it's almost like an Afro-Caribbean thing. Because right, there's a right. lot of narratives, mm. Mm. Um, Afro-Caribbean narratives, in which just like it's almost just seen as part of part of growing up. Yeah. 
Yeah, I do think, you know, anyone should do it. I think maybe as a Christian, you're further motivated because the Bible quite literally says, mm. if you know the right thing to do and you don't, mm. that's yeah. sin. Yeah. yeah. So because you have that extra motivation, you definitely do yeah. all uh, of those things. Yeah. Could, can I jump in? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I would, I would love to say even in, even in um, like alerting authorities and trying to put a stop to it and stuff, I would I would almost want to to the abused to like reassure them of God's love for them, mm. even in mm. the bits of everything like that, and just be like mm. like what has happened to you is we can't condone it, mm. but it doesn't negate that God still loves you. It doesn't mm. negate that there is this unconditional love that you can't earn, and like nothing can tear you away from it. Jesus still died for you, and His blood still covers you, and like in him you can find redemption and salvation and in him like all things work for the greater good like as horrendous as this is mm. like in this in him he can bring you to a newness of life even in in the midst of this mm. and then to the to the person after i finish beating them up um <laughs> <laughs> it's just be like god still loves you and he can redeem you from this um so yeah, just this gospel message in that like this yeah. this doesn't have to be the be or end all of your story. Yeah. Even mm. if you're the person the perpetrator or the victim, unfortunately, this doesn't have to be the end of your story. There's still hope beyond that. So yes, definitely a lot of authorities. E bro, you could be my dad. I'm 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 snitching. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> straight. Like something needs to happen to you. Mm. We can't condone that. Especially if it if it's like leans into the sexual side, I'm just like, nah, we stop right there. Mm. Um yeah, and just, but still reassure them of God's love for them and God being able to transform the situation. Yeah. Um, I will definitely want to add that to it. Can I just go a little bit further and just ask, like, what would you do if once you've called a ch child line and you've noticed that nothing's actually been done and you've noticed that this child is still continuously, like, having bruises or there's something genuinely wrong, like, in their demeanor and how they act and you know that things are getting worse at home, mm. what do you, would you how how much further would you go as a as an individual as a christian individual mm. I, I think it's it's hard because i don't think there's a there isn't like a the formula like, you know there, mm. there's there isn't a formula to say do abc however i think you can't give up mm. you can't give up trying to affect that situation especially when you know there's something going on and you know from the description of of what you're saying you're probably within proximity um, of that to to see it as it's happening and so I think you can't give up that's the thing so whether that means you've called the authorities you've um, called child line maybe you've even gone to call the police if you know the person you've spoken to them after you've beaten them up if you're more <coughs> um, you've contacted maybe elders in their family you've brought in elders maybe you seek advice from your pastors I just think you can't give up that's that's all I can say because the situation will demand what you need to do. Mm. Um, but I think as a Christian, especially, you can't just say I've done my part mm. because it's still going on. Mm. Um, and if you still know it, then you just can't give up. Mm. Yeah. Jamila's we're in the conversation. <laughs> Gems has entered the chat. Mm -hmm. um, I think as well for me because I'm very child focused. Mm. I would be trying to. Uh, befriend the child themselves um, to get more of a sense of what's happening and who's doing it mm. um, 
and also try and encourage them to tell their school mm. so that there's more reports because I think sometimes especially having worked with social services like if it, there's one report and it's an anonymous report and then they go around and nothing's wrong mm. it's very hard for them to have evidence to act mm. on it again mm. um so yeah definitely trying to empower the child that you know and and talk to them about their fears because I think a lot of kids are worried that if they sound their alarm they're going to get snatched from their parents and like their life is going to be worse they're going to end up in a children's home and um I think just reminding them that they're not at fault that they don't deserve it and trying to give them ways to sound the alarm from their end that will help build the case um against the perpetrator Mm. perfect it's a great perspective yeah yeah um, is it my turn? I'm going to bring us home. Come well, on. are you satisfied with that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my question, mm. along the same vein, um, if a spouse mm. discloses to you that they're being abused, okay, by their spouse, okay. Wait. Not your spouse. No, no, no. So, yeah, yeah. No, no, not your spouse. If a spouse, not your spouse. So, so I say so. One of your friends, yes, who's married. So it's like it doesn't have to be, yeah. yeah so it doesn't have to be male or female. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't want to say a husband or wife. Yeah. Just, yeah. just a spouse mm. um, discloses to you that their spouse yeah. is abusing them. Mm. Um, like, what what sort of things would you consider mm. in, in that that um conversation yeah so like if it's yeah if like physical emotional mm. spiritual mm. sexual like mm. how what what would you and that's and i'll leave that for after you've done that well if if i can take a soapbox for a second um i think when you have friends and they get married mm. your relationship can no longer be with just a friend mm. you have to extend it to their spouse mm-hmm. um or you have to try and build a relationship with their spouse mm-hmm. just because they are your friend mm. now if they are close enough to you for them to feel comfortable mm-hmm. with revealing something like that mm-hmm. to you then like, that's all the more reason why you know if you're if you have that sort of close relationship you should have tried to build a relationship with their spouse mm-hmm. anyway with that said um Again, I, I think the same sort of rules apply in that if it's a friend, if we're peers mm-hmm. and your husband, your wife is doing something and I have opportunity to have a conversation with the person, mm. then maybe that might be the first point of call. Maybe. But again, it will depend on the situation. It will mm. depend on my relationship with the person. Mm. Um, as you were saying that, I was thinking through like my friends that I know that are married. And for most of them, I have a relationship with their spouse where I could hint at it bring Mm. it up try and then discuss it Mm -hmm. if that doesn't work again you've got the elders in the families and stuff like that to try and then bring them in to help Mm. you've also got the um the authorities um i know there's a lot of um there's a lot of resources especially for domestic abuse Mm. in this country at the very least um so if you go to any gp and speak to them they'll be able to advise you on Mm. that because um, I see a lot of posters like that on the GPs uh, in the GP uh, surgeries, so there are those sort of avenues as well. Yeah. At the very least, call the police. Oh no, at the at the worst, you can always call the police uh, and get them in. But I think Jamelia's point was very important as well that you know it's important to build a case mm. um, as opposed to just report. Because mm. if you just report, that can be covered up. That mm. can be you know. So building a case against the person. Okay. Um, and I'm, of course, I'm presuming that all of this is true and they're not just lying to you sort of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. I guess, well, even in that, 
especially if they're your friend and stuff like that, the almost question is why would they make up such an allegation about their husband? Yeah, well, no. they, it, things could be going bad and they're just like, I'm going to spite you and just get everyone against yeah. you and blah, blah, blah. Um, but what if the friend was like, obviously in front of everyone, he's acting all nice and calm yeah. and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Or she is. Or she is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like that. Um, but if the sp- if that person's spouse catches mm. wind that they've told you mm. things are going to get worse as soon as you leave, mm. um, so that that then negates the possibility of you almost having a conversation yeah, with yeah. them. Yeah, which is why I said it depends on the situation. Okay. Yeah. Um, what if the spouse, the person was saying they're considering divorce on the grounds of the abuse? Mm. How would you go about that, or would it not? make much of a difference you still kind of go about it the same way that you've, you've mentioned before uh, i mean if 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 you're considering abuse of course it's uh it's a different situation so uh you, ha- you have to apply a different you can't just come at it with the same sort mm. of um approach if the person's if it's worse as if it's bad enough for them to consider divorce mm. um I can't say I can't say no. I know the biblical grounds for divorce is infidelity, mm. but that doesn't then mean that you stay in a relationship where you're at risk of losing your life because someone's abusing you. Um, but there's, you know, there's there would have to be counsel. Mm. There would have to be um, conversations had and and you know, prayer for the spirit to lead us in the right direction. Mm. Um, and I personally, I don't think I'm qualified to do that on my own. So then it would have to be a matter of, well, maybe let's go speak to my pastor, let's mm. speak to your pastor, let's seek counsel on this whilst doing everything else, you know, to try and build this case against this person that's abusing you, try and resolve the abuse if it can be resolved. But if it's got to the point where you're considering a divorce, I would definitely think that it's worth bringing in someone with a bit more experience, maybe a mm. bit more qualified to deal with those sort of things. Um and again, throughout that, my job, I think, is to help, is to be there to support um, and, and just you know, help get from wherever we are to the res- resolution. Mm. Quick question. Mm. What makes the pastor more qualified? Well, because pastors are trained in that, aren't they? And, and also, if you've are got... They? Hopefully. You've, well, hopefully. Okay. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. And, and if you've got... If you've, I think if, you've got, if you're called into the office of a pastor, you've got that heart, that pastoral heart anyway. Hopefully. Um, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some guys just be like, you know what? I'm going to start a church. Yeah. Yeah, oh, you're, you're that has happened. Right. That has happened. That has happened. Um, but again, it would be someone that at least I trust and that I know mm. maybe has experience, maybe has yeah. demonstrated the wisdom of God. Um, and with the people that I'm thinking of that come to mind now, if they aren't qualified, they know to point me to someone who is mm. sort of thing. Mm. Yeah. Sweet. Now, I guess the crux of the um, question is, um, is abuse legitimate grounds to get a divorce? As a Christian. Yeah. Yeah. In today's day and age, (laughs) I think where we we have grace, I can't just restrict you to say, no, the Bible says infidelity is the only one, Mm. which it does. However... I think there's grace, man. I think there's grace so that... There's grace to get divorced. There's grace Amen. to get divorced. Amen. There's grace to get divorced because depravity, the depravity of man is so bad mm. that, yeah, the, the the grounds for divorce is infidelity and that's what Christ said to... Yeah. Um, the disciples. You know, and the well, to believe. people who yeah. were trying to use the law for their own thing, mm-hmm. you know, but 
the only grace. reason Jesus gave that as the thing was because they were pagans. Yeah, there, there is grace. And so I think, because the, the law also says if you are caught in adultery, you should be stoned. That's what the law says. Amen. But when the woman that was caught in adultery was brought, she didn't repent and come, she was brought. Christ was like, okay, you without sin cast the first stone. And when they had to leave with their heads hung low, he was like, who accuses you? I don't. Because I wasn't there. <laughs> pagan with your hair <laughs> so so i i get i get the i get the rule of law mm. but then we see christ not flout it but christ who is the fulfillment of the law mm. then has power yeah. over the law yeah to say nah there's grace so yes divorce should only be based on infidelity by the law but if you're getting abused you know nah i think i think there's still grace for you to get divorced under such circumstances if it can't be resolved you know and and that's the thing it will always be resolution first yeah. you know i think ideally it should always be reconciliation resolution that's what the christian faith is all about mm. you know so if we can't get there then yeah we'll get you out sort of thing that, that's what i think yeah. i'm happy with that yeah. okay wonderful ah nice i survived <laughs> i survived the hot seat she did i think everyone had like multiple questions as well so it was, like, it was almost like a nail bomb <laughs> 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 so into the podcast topic for today as you may or may not know you know it because robert ruined the it pagan. but today <laughs> is international women's day hey. shout out to all the amazing women mm. in the hey. world thank you my wife thank you my daughter hey, thank you my, daughter. my hey, mom shout the them out thank shout them out my sisters wonderful Sarah, wonderful and my other sisters so in the name of International Women's Day, I, I want in the name of Jesus. <laughs> and in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I wanted to talk about toxic masculinity. Oh gosh. Come on. Here we go. Come on. Hey, do you know what? Here do we go. What? Yeah, do you know what? Do I'm in trouble, aren't I? <laughs> we we started off we, when Robert came in, we started it off right. <laughs> yeah. We set the tone. Yeah, you did. I was <laughs> just like, wow, tone. Jesus. You <laughs> just really opened this up for me. We now I know we're supposed to be talking about this. <laughs> Robert is looking at me like, why? Robert, Robert's been suffering all this abuse <laughs> all this time. So I just, I guess I wanted to ask, mm. what is toxic masculinity? How has it played a role in your lives? <laughs> and Oof. what do you think you need to do as individuals to break that? Um, mm. Not only in your lives, but in, in society as a whole. Man like Mo has exited the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, since you're a victim. <laughs> <laughs> Toxic masculinity in the black Toxic fairness. masculinity. In mm. the furnace. In the furnace. Oh, wow. Um, no, this is, that, that, that's just jokes. Um, <laughs> just pants, just pants. Mm. It might be crazy. <laughs> Start with that. Honestly, I feel like a lot of things that are described as toxic masculinity are not actually toxic, 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 <laughs> toxic mm. yeah. masculinity. Mm. Um, I think that um, this phrase is a phrase is a phrase that is coined by women to describe. Hey, hold, hey. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. Is 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 a phrase that's been coined by women mm. um, to talk about um, behavior that they don't deemed to be quote-unquote correct okay and some of it um is not completely 
just just to say the opinions currently being shared <laughs> are those of Robert and Robert alone. Yeah, that, that, that's fine. Um, but I feel like there are some things that are okay for men to do between different men mm. in the way there are things that women do between women that we may seem see as that's kind of weird mm. but women are like the family that's what we're doing mm. I, I feel like for men they should be given that same grace mm. um i remember having a conversation i, I was, was having, yeah i was having a conversation with like one of my um, my work colleagues and like her sons go to sunday look sunday league football mm. and like she just wasn't she, she was like just so confused about why these boys are being so aggressive and da, 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 da. and to me that's normal because mm. like for guys we are more aggressive than women mm. we are more no, no i won't say we're we're more competitive but we like to we like to be physical mm. Mm. and that's just that's just something that has always been like a that's guy just thing. testosterone yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, 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 it's a guy thing yeah um but women can look at that and say that that's not a healthy way to go about doing things. Mm. Um, I think I'm dancing around the, the question. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you just answer the three <laughs> questions that I asked? Yep, it's, it's layered. It's layered. Um, so what, so what's, what's, what's the first question? What's toxic masculinity? Yes. If you've just said that, you know, a lot of things that people think toxic masculinity is, is not actually toxic masculinity. So what is it then? Toxic masculinity is anything that... Um, Oh, look at the baby. Noah has entered the conversation. Um, anything that tries to make a man feel like less of a man for doing or feeling. Mm. So, like, if a guy um, likes to talk about things that get him down or talk about something mm. that's hurt him, mm. and he gets chastised for that. Is that the right word? Yeah. Because mm. I was thinking the part. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, that is toxic. Okay. Because men should be allowed to um, talk about how they're feeling mm. um, without feeling like they'll be ridiculed by mm. other men. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Answer. So do you want to go around and then we'll answer each question in turn? Does that work? Okay, we can do that. Cool. Peter? Is that so answering the same question? Yes, what's yes. toxic masculinity? So I, I, you, I well, I just googled just it. Google. <laughs> I just you googled can't, it. You, you can't be an engineer when asking, answering questions like this. You know, <laughs> that's the whole point of being an engineer when asking questions. It's to go and look for what the information says about it. What do you <laughs> think? Toxic? I don't believe in toxic masculinity. Man's man. Frighten my son. Peter, come like one of them guys that oh. copy. Oh, 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 oh no. Peter comes like one of them guys that, that copies on a questionnaire. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, of course, I know I, I, I say I don't believe in toxic masculinity, but um, I think I, I think what's happened or what's happening is there's uh, an erosion of what makes the male and female genders unique. There's a push to extreme equality where characteristics and i think this is sort of what you were saying where characteristics of one is being superimposed on the other and um the desire is for a a genderless no i'm saying this as if thingy but it's a big conspiracy theory but there is a desire for a genderless individual that we we we, we don't recognize which one's male which one's female because they all share the same characteristics hmm. and i think what toxic masculinity has done um or what what it's 
it's a buzzword that's used to define characteristics that society doesn't want to see in some males. So when I was looking for the when I was looking for the the definition, I did that because I don't necessarily have one for myself mm. because I don't think it's necessarily necessary. But is it said? Oh, toxic masculinity is defined by adherence to traditional male gender roles that consequently stigmatize and limits the emotions boys and men may comfortably express, while statusing other emotions such as anger. So, what this is saying to me is, males should behave like females. In all circumstances. See, I wanted to say that, but I wasn't brave enough to say it. <laughs> and I, I don't think that should be the case. So that's why I say I don't believe in toxic masculinity. And Since that's why it sort of means to me. So, um, <laughs> I, I, to a degree, do see toxic masculinity. Mm. Um, in, a way, Peter. in a way that I would um, explain it. My son is trying to get the mic. The way that I would explain it is a denial of the full human existence for the male. Mm. Mm. So it's a case of you are not allowed to feel certain emotions. Mm. And it's not because we have a natural propensity toward or leniency towards this more than that. But there are situations in which when a guy expresses he's sad in a classroom, oh, my girl just woke up with me, I'm feeling down. What sort of man are you? Like in certain circles, you get ridiculed for expressing that you get ridiculed for expressing feeling genuine emotion. And that, so in those situations, you're being denied the f- full human experience as a man based on you being a man. Mm. And that's what I'll say is toxic masculinity. When you're denied the ability to experience the fullness of being human simply because you're a man. Mm. Is it the denial of that or is it the mm. expectation that you express or you you express your full experience in a particular way? So, elaborate. So when you say you're not allowed to express, like maybe what example you gave, yeah. my girl just broke up with me um, and the, you know, the, the response being, what kind of man are you? Mm-hmm. So then that then being the toxic masculinity. The expectation being placed on that, well, you not be within that social context mm. or whoever you kind of shared it with, mm. not being allowed to share that is toxic. But you have been allowed to share that. No, you haven't. You've shared it. Because no, you no, you no. shared it, but it's just been shut down. I think, yeah, so so like the, the, the toxic okay. part mm. is the shutdown. Yeah, freedom. Okay. It's, it, it, it's the same way you wouldn't act that way if a girl told you she broke up with her boyfriend. You'd be caring. You'd be gentle you'd yeah. with her. Her boyfriend broke up with her. And she's crying. I can't. I can't speak to. I can't speak to my to what I would do, because my response to both girl push-ups. and male would be the same. What if you do push-ups? I mean, that would come afterwards. That's bands. That's bands. <laughs> but it would be, it would be whatever you need to get through that process. And and the thing is, so there's. But I I think when I when when I hear toxic masculinity, but, then, but, 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 but no, when I hear toxic masculinity, I hear if you say that. My response should be, let's go and cry because that's what <laughs> oh, no, that's no, what no. that's what society oh requires. <laughs> so and my, so when you don't do any when you do anything but let's go and cry, so, then it's toxic. Masculinity. So my my in the denial in mm. me saying the denial uh, like society denying you the fullness of the human experience, and mm. so if you're to express that 
and someone shuts it down, mm. you've now just been conditioned to I'm not allowed to express this in these in these conditions or in these situations. Mm. So within that space, you're not allowed to be the fullness of human. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or to, to ex- experience the fullness of being human because you're a man. Okay. And I think, and on the flip side as well, there's something called hyper-masculinity where it's almost like an overcompensation mm. for the toxic masculinity where people are trying to act guy guy like yeah i'm, I'm like i'm mm. all that and obviously that fleshes out in different ways whether homosexual whether even heterosexual stuff like that or just trying to hit hit the gym and getting all hen- but there's this hyper masculinity which is almost and we, we see that a lot within our society where the pendulum is just swinging from one extreme to the other mm. um so yeah one sense is like you're not allowed to feel you're not allowed to do this to other senses you can kind of do whatever you want to do um as a man and no one can stop you mm. um so you can even put like the alpha male mentality as an within hyper masculinity okay um if if you want to mm. cynthia what's your if you don't mind my asking what's your um, so I think for me, if I was to not look at like what I have researched or what I've read, mm. and I was just to kind of go she based on, <laughs> based on, <laughs> just what um, my oh, opinion. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's that supposed to be, Peter? Come prepared, boy. Nah, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm joking. I'm joking. Wow. <laughs> Robert normally comes with the notes, you know. Robert <laughs> normally comes with the receipts. No more takeovers. <laughs> no more takeovers. <laughs> <laughs> the last one. You know what? Let's wrap up this one right <laughs> no. now. That's you need toxic. to calm down. That's, That's toxic, toxic right there. No, no, no. Just no, take that feedback. It's recording. Okay, no. <laughs> I just saw those, those two lights one and I thought, oh. Oh. Okay, never mind. Uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. For interrupting. And I was saying, hmm. if I wasn't to look at anything that I've read, yeah. and I was just just right off the bat, what do I think it is? I think it's, I really agree with what you said. It's the, the inability or the lack of freedom to just be a human, mm. <laughs> to be a human. Yeah. And, um, and, and that because of the constraints of society, mm. um, how society say men should be, mm. or how men should be, and how they should act or react in certain situations mm. and just not having the freedom to do that. That's pers- That's what I would say. Just can I ask a question, please? <sighs> okay. <laughs> look. Because I was, I hadn't finished talking, but go okay, ahead. Oh no, 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 no. It's too late now. Oh no, because my, my question will, will change the direction. So finish. Okay, good. Good that you didn't say the question if it was going to change the direction of the conversation. Is it going to change the direction of the conversation? Maybe for like two minutes, but then we can we can go back. Oh no, let me finish this then. That's what I said. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, but what I've actually read, um, so I don't. It's one or all of these things. It doesn't have to be all of them at the same time. Okay. So there's these are behaviors of toxic masculinity. Number one, extreme self-reliance, the need to do everything on their own, making it less likely for men to seek treatment or reach out for help financially. Um, shame, disassociation, and avoidance of emotional expression. Think boys slash men don't cry, leaving boys slash men with few a few acceptable emotions beside anger. Extreme aspiration for physical, sexual, and intelligent and intelligible. Wow, intellectual <laughs> dominance. <laughs> um, devaluation of a, of women's opinions, body, and sense of self. 
condemning anything feminine with, within another man or equating affection for another man as being sexually attracted to other men, resulting in high social isolation and hey, loneliness, <laughs> lack of social cohesion. I just had boondocks in my head. <laughs> mm, mm. I feel like some of these are great. Like, that's what I would, yeah, that's what I would say. So my second question is, how has toxic masculinity had an effect on each of your lives? Peter, would you like to take this one first? (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) I don't think it's affected. No, so... Maybe a better question for Peter is, how has Peter's toxic masculinity affected the lives of others? (laughs) (laughs) How has it affected our lives? How do you think we feel? I think I'm a victim of toxic masculinity from those around me. No, I think um, personally, and again, it comes to my understanding of what toxic masculinity is Mm. in that maybe it's not what it's hyped up to be um, in today's society anyway. But I think everything, for me, most things come down to an analysis of the available evidence. um, And when it comes down to how I process my emotions or anything like that, it's all... It's all about efficiency and getting things done. Um, so I wouldn't say it's affected me per se. I think the opposite of it, me being expected to do certain things, me being expected to cry for no reason, <laughs> that's, that's been my frustration more so. Than it's not for no reason, Peter. That that it's statement right there was toxic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, sta- that, that, that was that, a toxic masculine toxic. statement. It's like, but in, in this pursuit of efficiency, you don't enjoy life. Oh, no, I do. It's part of it. You enjoy life efficiently? Very much. Efficiently? Yes. <laughs> you just don't linger on the just uh, vanity of vanity. Everything, Everything is vanity. Is vanity. Just is vanity. do what you need to do chase it after the wind. <laughs> When's the last time you cried, Peter? Mm. You asked this question uh, this morning. <laughs> no, this afternoon. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> no. Yeah, I said you asked this question before, but in answering your question, this afternoon is the first, the last time I cried. You cried this oh. afternoon? Yeah. When? In church. Laugh like in a church. haircut. <laughs> 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 wow. Hey, wow. That was a lineup. No pun intended. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that reverse Udo card right there, fam. That's wow. crazy. <laughs> P was like Chuck Con activated. <laughs> mm. Wow. P legit cried though. He was out. I was, he I was, was I that's toxic, P. That, that is toxic. <laughs> that is very toxic. Why is it toxic? That's nah, toxic. Nah, nah. You know that's 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 bands. It's not. <laughs> Look, I I was laughing at the joy of you coming out of your Nebuchadnezzar in the wilderness moments. My what? <laughs> you don't read your Bible, do you? The king of Bad- Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar. I say I say like a Ghanaian. Nebuchadnezzar. Whoa! 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 You know what? Yeah, I knew he was talking about. But when you said it, I was like, whoa! <laughs> That's why I was so confused. <laughs> I say like a Ghanaian. Yeah, no, I thought like, that was some African proverb he was saying. I was like... Nebuchadnezzar. Wait, how do you wow. say it? Nebuchadnezzar. How do you say it? Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> do you say Nebuchadnezzar? Yeah. Well? I had never said like that. How do you wow. say it, Peter? Nebuchadnezzar. Peter's in of his chest. <laughs> you I'm really like, shouldn't. This is how I've been saying it. This is how I've been saying it. Oh, That should be the title. <laughs> 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 and don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> That's how I've been saying. There's a whole song 
Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> That's how I said it. But yeah, yeah that. What do you? How do you say? It? Bro, do you know what? Yeah, Nebuchadnezzar. Just hearing that has just confused me. Yeah. Like, but you understood what he said. I did. Because mm. I've, I've, I've been around. I've been around the, the African guys a lot. Mm. I've never heard it said any other way. Do but you you're saying it incorrectly. You know that, right? Well, from the from you guys saying it, it sounds like yeah, I was saying it incorrectly. You guys are doing a really good job of just avoiding this question. No, I've, 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 that's my honest answer. Is I don't think I think in your entire so, life. Well, yeah, because I think more so it's been the expectation to do the opposite, especially now. That's that's been my frustration. Is I'm expected to do things that don't wow, come naturally to me mm. or that not necessarily don't come naturally to me but that i don't think are necessary for the for a given situation so really think about it do you not think that you've been conditioned in any way by society and if you say no you're co- <laughs> no, no, you're incorrect like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no 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 it's nature versus nurture though isn't it it's mm. it's the upbringing that i've i've had and the experiences that i've had and how they how they've you know culminated in my out view or my, my worldview um and i i think yeah society by virtue of being it will being in it will affect you of course everyone's affected by society but i think there are other things that maybe um overcome those you know being a christian learning about who christ is being Ghanaian, growing up in in ghana going to the military for a while stuff like that things affect what how you view the world Mm. and so you went to the military for a while and you think that hasn't preconditioned you to not Mm. to not no i don't i don't when you say no, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying like mm. it, like you go to the military and like you're not allowed. Like, no, so when, when I say pre, when you say preconditioned, so I say preconditioned. Like, it's no, just it's just conditioning. That's you. part of the uh, yeah. that's part of the argument with toxic masculinity is. Wait, wait, to say society. that word again. Hmm? We say that word again. Well, no, he's saying I think it oh, hasn't no, preconditioned no, no. me. Say say military, military. No, no, say the way you said it. <laughs> military. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> military. <laughs> military. <laughs> and that's that's the Guardian coming out again. Military. Why are you shaming? Why are you Guardian shaming? Exactly. Man? Relax. Hey, do you know what? Yeah, I swear. If you understand it. But I'm just saying the word properly. For this, just, just for this episode of the podcast here, yeah, we should take a headshot <laughs> of him. <laughs> a headshot. That's going to be the picture of the podcast. That's going to be the image. I'm going to do it. I'll I think a that's a good idea. I have a few pictures already that I took on the slide. Hey. Beautiful. Beautiful. No, we just, um, put, we just put the, the little triangle <laughs> thing on the side. Black to first yeah, on the bottom. Of, no, good. It's done. It's done. No, I... I <laughs> Robert looks worried. With your Nebuchadnezzar. Military. Fam, I've got access to the account. I just did the everything. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's what happened to Backchat London. The, 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 the like, whole like YouTube page, everything got deleted off it. Really? Like a Why? Um, I don't know. Like they said, someone someone hacked into it, and and like Ooh. all their videos are gone. No, I think that's a lie. No, I went on the page. No, I think I think it was within the group. Oh yeah, someone I think so. <laughs> anyway. No, yeah. So my thing with when you say preconditioned, and, and that's not you, but part of the argument is the assumption that somehow society shouldn't or doesn't have an effect on everyone, right? Mm-hmm. And that there aren't counters to that. Mm. I think we are all the culmination of our experiences in mm-hmm. our society, yes. the various things that we go through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I am cognizant of toxic masculinity or what we described, the examples you gave of what toxic masculinity is. And I'm also re- I also recognize that by virtue of the things that maybe I've gone through in my upbringing and stuff, what I do that maybe might be considered toxic masculinity, like choosing not to cry over nothing, like... <laughs> 
crying over nothing. Crying yes, when yes, crying yes, is. Yes, yes. You can't say over nothing because someone. Yes. Okay. Because that then is toxic. Because yep. it could be something, something to someone, someone else. else. Uh-huh. My my um, reaction to it, I think, can be can be unique and nuanced and not have to follow in. Yeah. The, the, yeah. um, you know, yeah. I just, I just feel like we should even go deep into the fact that you said, the, you said before you corrected yourself, you mm. said crying over nothing. I did, yes. There's something yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. has been fed from somewhere. Yes, that's been fed from my recognition of that thing being nothing to me and not mm. being sensitive to the fact that it could be something to someone else. And that's something that I've actually grown through even through this podcast of recognizing that You're my toxic. experience doesn't have to say. <laughs> You're toxic. Why? Are you no, my saying? experience doesn't have to be. Or isn't reflecting on somebody else's experience, mm. and I think that's that's it. It's recognizing that there isn't there isn't one shape of masculinity. There mm. isn't one shade or one image or whatever. But mm. it's however it fleshes out within you yeah. is a unique expression of you, and mm. that doesn't necessarily it may influence and um, like it may influence the way that it, sh- it fleshes out in me. But it shouldn't shape the way it fleshes out in me. Mm. Like my lived experience should shape the way masculinity fleshes out in me. The same way that the Bible shapes the way that Christianity looks like, but it's the individual relationship with God that actually reflects the Christian that is in front of me. Yeah. Mm. So one Christian will look slightly different from another Christian in that one person will drink, another person may not. Mm. One person will do something, another person may not. And yeah. it's not that one person is super spiritual and one person isn't. There's grace given to allow for both to coexist. And it's like both are able, hopefully, to be, say that my faith with God is based on the Bible, is based on the convictions and this and that. Mm. There is that level of like intimacy with God and we are growing in faith, but all trusting and believing in the same Lord and Savior. And masculinity, even just humanity in and of itself, they are we're all made in the image of God. We're, there's something unique, special, and valued within every single one of us and we shouldn't just be all like washed into one shade of beige so Mm. it's like the human experience shouldn't just be this is the human experience Mm. but rather these are the lived human experiences that we Mm. see and so and uh, i love your quote about um society it's very much the case in which we are a society we bring into the society just as much as the society brings into us Mm. and so we get to shape everything and everything gets to shape us Mm. Um, and so very much there is that sense in which we don't live in a vacuum and so the people around us will shape us Um, and as we grow there's an intentionality around recognizing what has shaped us recognizing is it good or bad how do we actually counteract it and so toxic toxic masculinity from my perspective there's, there's been a lot of sense especially in becoming a husband there's been this notion of husbands do this or dads do this and it's just like like practically um and th- there is an element of truth to it in that like husbands provide and dads make sure that this and that but when your sense of identity only is tied in your your ability to provide that's stripping you of the fullness of the human experience to actually be able to enjoy your family mm. like there's there's an emotional provision for your family just as much as a financial provision mm. and so it's a sense and yes i'm giving you the money but I'm not actually instilling any values into you. I'm not actually like investing into you spiritually to actually be like, this is the Lord that I believe in and I would like you to believe in it as well. Like mm-hmm. my presence is absent from the house, which is essentially making my wife a single mother and I'm just out like trying to get the finances in. And so there are ways in which like sometimes the truth of our roles almost becomes the totality of our identity. Mm. and we don't live a human experience we're trying to live out 
the the conditions that we view are important to be this being or this entity that we think. And I think for me personally, that's how it's fleshed out in that I have placed emphasis on certain expressions of what being a male may be. Mm. And it's just been like, a man needs to be strong. So cool, I'm in a gym five times a week banging protein shake. Is that what you do? No, not right now. <laughs> okay, okay. There, was a, there was a time when I was in the gym five, mm. times, five times a week. Um, now, it wasn't because I wanted to, like, but I did place a heavy emphasis on strength yeah, rather than anything else. So, like, family, wanted, I'm going to gym, yeah? You might want to have a barbecue. That, that's, that's good for you. Mm-hmm. Save some chicken for me. I'll go to gym and come back. And it's just like I was disengaged from the wider community because mm. I was focusing on this. Um, and even if it goes into success, like this millennial i'll say millennial loosely but i do see a lot of millennials kind of focusing on this it's just like i want to be a youtube sensation i want to be this i want to be that and our entire life is just pigeonholed into this i feel that's toxic it's stripping you off everything the lived experience now if you want to live in that bubble that's that's your decision that's up to your individual you're able to kind of make those decisions for yourself but i'm like there's a fullness of life that you're denying yourself um so yeah there's just there's just these things so i'm just so that's how it's fleshed out of me when i have like zoomed in on one characteristic of what um a man is quote unquote supposed to be and i've just pursued that characteristic Mm. um without living the fullness and it comes for me it comes back to the fullness of the human the lived experience um being able to be fully human um and even goes back to jesus was fully human and fully god Mm. and so he uh, there's no temptation that we face that he didn't face and it's just like he lived the full human experience and we're doing ourselves a disservice in not doing that and even goes to if you're just praying 24 hours a day like lock yourself up oh shade to the nuns i'm sorry but it's like not actually interacting with people and this and that you're not you're meant to live in the community how are you doing that if, so yeah, if we focus on just one thing to the detriment of the fullness of what being a human means, and even that is up to this up for discussion, what mm. does fullness of being a human? Yeah. Um, yeah. And even like we're talking about Jesus, like Jesus, Jesus wept, Jesus was sad, he was yep. scared, he was angry. Yep. All the things people would call toxic. Yeah, that's very <laughs> you know, people true. People also call his, you know, going into the temple and turning over some of the people that were sitting there. They'll call that toxic. Yeah. They'll say you're you're angry and you shouldn't be angry. You should go and cry about it so. no but I, no but i said before anger is not toxic like him him doing stuff like that isn't toxic is but that's what you said peter says some people not necessarily yeah you. but yeah but they're not even putting it in the right context then what about you robert how how have i experienced toxic masculinity um honestly in your haircut i'm joking i'm sorry <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a nice haircut. It's it nice is. Haircut. It's dope. It's dope. Nice. It's dope. It's good. Never look at it. It looks wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I feel like I've experienced more toxic masculinity through females than males. Mm. Mm. That makes That's sense. You only hang around females. Yeah. Yeah. So. 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 With. with mm, Robert with only hang around females. What can I say? I was like, what can I say? What can I say? Wow. Fam, I legit had the whole harem at one time. A whole what? A harem. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It took me a while, but yeah. Anyway, sorry, go. Yeah, and um, I went to all boys school, and for me, I, I'd have to look back, but I feel like the way guys <laughs> went about doing stuff, 
I wouldn't say that's toxic. I, 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 I would say that's just boys learning how to be men. Mm. Maybe learning, maybe not going, going about it in the best of ways. Mm. Um, learning from other boys who maybe didn't have the best of role, uh, role models. I went to inner city school. Mm. Um, I'm sure there was a very high um, single parent rate of the guys that were in my class. Mm. So it was, uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was like broken boys trying to learn from older broken boys mm. in a sense. But um, even in that, I wouldn't say that um, that was toxic. It was just us learning mm. in, in, in the environment that we're in. Mm. Um, and as you grow up, some things you keep on, some things you, you throw away because, mm. because they're not needed for um, the life that you are now, now living, currently living. Sure. Um, when it comes to experiencing toxic masculinity, um, having, having female friends, um, a, a lot of the time I was their ear. So I would hear the way that they spoke about guys and how they ridiculed guys about doing X, Y, Z. And so that kind of wired me to think, rah, if this is what girls think about guys, then maybe let me not do X, Y, Z. So it won't be me. It won't be me. <laughs> They're talking about mm. like this. And um, yeah, and that's what I was saying before. Um, like women will, will, will complain about certain traits within men. Mm. But um, those traits will be attracted to them when they're looking in a partner. So um, girls that say they don't want like guys to be aggressive. They want they want to be more in tune with their emotions. But if there was a, there, there was a point where she needs to be defended, <laughs> she wants the guy that knows how to throw fists. Mm. <laughs> you know, and um, and I think everything in proportion. Mm. Like a bit of aggression is okay, um, even needed at times. Being in touch with your emotions is needed at times. Maybe not to the extent. Well, like I, I don't, I don't feel like men should show certain emotions to the same extent that women do. And the same way, I don't feel there are some traits that <laughs> <laughs> there are some mm. there are some things that mm. some 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 traits that men show a lot more that women shouldn't. Mm. Um, I think I think Cynthia had some. That sounds like conditioning to me. Mm. You sound like an individual who's been conditioned by society Oof. by saying that. Like I said, I don't know any girl who, who who wants a guy who cries as much as she does or for okay, so situations as she does. Please don't generalize women, women, because not all women are the same. And I think I oh, there was if your husband a, cried and cried as much as you did. You, you did. Would you find that a problem? You're That's assuming that she cries in the first place. Thank you. First of all, we haven't we just discussed about it's the human experience. It's the freedom to be able to do something that you may want to do in a moment. That's where we, that's what we've concluded as a group. I can mm-hmm. maybe just me and okay, Moses yeah. has concluded it. But <laughs> that's fine. But the reality is you can say being more in touch with your emotions. If a guy's going to a cubicle to cry like you do, it's going to be a problem. Again, you're just not helping yourself <laughs> no. here. Again, again, it's generalization because yeah. in my marriage, I'm more emotional than James, but she doesn't see me as any less of a man. Do you Say something. She barely cries. That, uh, that, know, was, the, that was the question. Basic, basic, that, that was the yes, question. Yes, 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 I do. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Say something. So you're the outlier, isn't it? <laughs> no, but that's the I'm point. The not, he's not an you're outlier. He's not an anomaly. I'm sorry, but that. I, no, I, I'm saying from from, from my your experience, experience. From my experience. From, from, your experience. Okay. from, from my lived experience. Okay. 
women look down on men that cry as much as they do. I and just, I want you to understand. Scene. I want you to understand and probably say out loud that you just don't generalize. The women, the women you've experienced are like what? 0.0000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000000
Yes. Yes. Mm. And so we we actively test our strength and we almost build a hierarchy based on strength. And girls like the strength in guys as well. Yes, they do. Because they've been conditioned from young. They've been conditioned from... And as they grow up, they might have different experiences that may fluctuate that likes and dislikes in terms of, right, I don't want a guy who's strong because I saw this person go out of a guy who's well, strong and ended up tumping him up or whatever. So I don't want a guy who's strong so I can, I can at least defend myself. I don't know. These are just like different... But as we grow up, we're exposed to different things. But as we're growing up, we still have the fecal matter from previous generations trickling down to us. And we have to grow up in that. Mm. And so as we grow, it's then our um, responsibility to decipher and see what do we want to push against? What do we actually want to continue with and how do we want to continue? But I think think we also need to, we also need to recognize where some of these things come from. Yes. In the sense of, you mentioned strength a lot and I think, you know, we, unfortunately, well, I don't necessarily believe in evolution, but I believe we've been around long enough to see society, to see technology change culture in general. Mm -hmm. So if we're to look back on the hunter-gatherer days, which are, you know, thousands of years maybe past, but then that's the genetic history that we have, Mm -hmm. the woman, after she's given birth, has the tools to feed the child Mm -hmm. in the most convenient way. She's got milk produced from her body to give to the child so that the child can sustain life, right? Peter's hand gestures are a bit comical right now, but yes. And that's just the natural order of things. Yes. Under those circumstances, it makes sense that you'd want a man who's able to go out and bring food in Mm -hmm. and hunt and maybe defend against wild animals. And I'm talking about a hunter-gatherer culture. I'm talking Mm. about maybe not, not now, you know, but those roles came about by virtue of biological truths, right? Mm-hmm. Which maybe, hmm. well, those same biological truths are still here today. It's still my wife that's able to um, breastfeed, despite how many times my baby might try and breastfeed for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's still my wife that's <laughs> capable of doing that. So those biological truths remain. However, the technology, the culture, maybe has advanced enough for us to recognize that we can afford certain luxuries so my wife doesn't have to always feed i can go and get formula if baby's mm-hmm. taking formula yeah. or now that she's weaning i can feed baby stuff like that you mm-hmm. know? providing for the household is no longer based on the physical requirements of hunting and gathering it's now we're using our skills we're trading those for money to go and mm-hmm. buy food so again it's not necessarily just one that has to go out mm-hmm. but i think recognition of where those things come from allows us to appreciate that these aren't necessarily bad things to be eradicated. Yeah, yeah. 100, they're just 100. by virtue of where we sort of evolved from mm-hmm. and, and where we came from, and maybe we need to adapt to what the technology and situation allows for us to do today. My fear is that those biological truths are now being denied in a world post-truth. Mm-hmm. You know, those those truths are literally being denied, yeah. so that. It's no longer a matter of male and female or a matter of quite literally you have the testosterone in your body, which would help you to build a muscle to go and then capture the deer and then carry that deer back to the camp. Mm -hmm. You know, we're now removing those and saying, well, no, there shouldn't be any male. There shouldn't be any female. And that's maybe not the conversation we're having here, but that's been my frustration. Yeah. Is those sort of lines, clear cut, biological, for the most part, objective truths are now being denied. Mm. And I think... 
in in that in your statement, um, it reminds me of a conversation that we had. It might have been a sorry, not sorry, but a slight conversation that we, uh, yeah conversation that we had previously, where I mentioned C.S. Lewis's distinction between masculine and feminine and male and female. So the sense in which male and female comes down to genetics, like how you're born, how it's genetically mm. made up. Mm. But masculine and fe feminine is almost um, tendencies, can be linked more so towards tendencies. Mm. Um, and so people may associate n like nurturing with being more feminine, but not necessarily denying that m males can be nurturing. So males can exhibit tendencies that are quote unquote seen as being feminine. feminine. Okay. Mm. And so just because you're a male, doesn't mean that the only tendencies you will exhibit oh, will be masculine. Mm. You will still have some feminine tendencies. And whether male or female, there will be a unique balance between the two. Mm. So that's why there are females who are exhibiting predominantly masculine tendencies and male, males who are exhibiting predominantly feminine tendencies. But we then almost categorize them into specific boxes and categories or whatever. And almost we have historically alienated them from the wider society and i think there's a pushback in terms of no we are still part of the community and so we're going to make ourselves seen and heard even more um but going back to what you were saying yes male male and female are are almost biologically wired towards certain strengths and weaknesses mm. just genetically um but toxic masculinity is almost the expression of not just the gender roles, but something bit more nuanced than just the gender. Okay. If that makes sense. I'm processing it. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's not it's not so much um, men fulfilling the role of men or women fulfilling the roles of women, mm. but it's almost the lived experience and the uniqueness of each person's unique unique experiences, recognizing that even as a male, we will have some feminine tendencies. Mm. And mm. is that firstly, are we celebrate so there's there's a there's a, a path that celebrates the feminine tendencies in a man in a man, almost to the detriment of the, the masculine tendencies. And there's another trait that just emphasizing the masculine tendencies almost to the detriment of the feminine tendencies. Mm. But it's almost and both of them are have their problems mm. it's almost trying to say no like let's honor whatever tendencies is native to each person mm. and be like did if if you are 45 percent feminine 55 percent masculine let's still honor and appreciate and recognize that and allow that to to flourish within yeah. mm. within the society and mm. i think that's that's where i would like to move towards where you re mm. we recognize individuals for who they are mm. and provide an environment for them to f flourish as mm. they are mm. without there there will be certain conditions and stuff that will kind of put into place to promote the well-being of society in general mm. and as a whole but let that actually um like enhance the living experience rather than crush it mm. and try to condition it into a specific box. Mm. Yeah. 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 Um. <laughs> um. Uh, what you? I don't know if you've mentioned how toxic masculinity may have affected you. Yeah. Me. Yeah. yeah. My virtue of maybe the guys you've been around or guys you've known. 
Oh yes, yeah. The girls you've been around as well. Not the girls you've because been girls be toxic too. <laughs> <laughs> um, to go out there. how has it? Um, I think it's. Yeah, I think I I once dated a guy who really I think whose whose masculinity came out in anger. Okay. Um, and that's because that was the um that was what he had seen from his father. Mm. Um, and how his father treated his mum. Mm. And that kind of came out in him as well. And just kind of, and not really, um, yeah, instead of just kind of learning just to express emotions in a different way, mm. I'm not saying that um, people can't be angry. Mm. I'm saying that if you don't, you know, <laughs> express yourself in, in the many other ways that you mm. can or mm. express what you're feeling inside by just talking as opposed to just kind of lashing out, mm. that's when it, yeah. Some, that's how it can like manifest itself um when it comes to other women yeah like i said i do have friends who would not want their man to be um like them <laughs> for lack of a better term but then there are women who um are more masculine and that's just each 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 to their own each individual to their own um so yeah, that's how I've experienced it. I don't really know any other mm. things. I, I think it's worth saying as well. I don't think anger should be accepted. Like I don't accept anger as being the only thing a guy should be able to express. Mm. I, I don't. If anger is the only emotion you can mm. express, there's a problem. Men yeah. Do you know how many emotions there are in the world? Yeah. I don't subscribe to that at all, and I don't mm. subscribe to losing control as a sign of strength. To me, that's weakness. Yeah. That's self-control yeah. is actually a better sign of strength yeah. than just yeah. lashing out yeah. every five minutes music, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I, I do I do think there is there is that individuality and that's necessary yeah definitely I think that's it's it's where things get put in boxes I think sometimes we can in trying to do that everything else gets put in its own box which can also be detrimental as well but yeah Hookups? Yeah, it is hookups. Yeah. Yes. I was going to say, okay, now we're rounding up. I guess that's a nice place to round up. (laughs) She doesn't have to say it. She doesn't have to say it just like you. Her style, she's like, hookups. Yeah. We're at hookups. Hookups. Anyone have any hookups? Yes, yes, we do. Um, So, my hookup is a couple. They're a dance couple. I can't say they're a dance couple. They're just a couple, but they dance. Um, and they're just they're just so dope. Um, Kion and Marie. I don't know if you guys have seen them on I YouTube. I like we talked about them before. I have. I have talked about them before, yeah. The Christian ones. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, they came up with a new... They did a new video recently that I saw that just reminded me of just how dope they are. I know they're doing like a showcasing um, in the USA, but... Yeah, just check them out on YouTube. Just watch their cinematography, the way they... I mean, the choreography is dope in and of itself, but the way they, they film it and then tell stories with it is just incredible. So, Kieran and Marie, I'll leave that in the description. Check them out on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, in honor of World Women's International Day. Huh? International <laughs> Women's Day. Yeah, International Women's Day. Lady Day. <laughs> what? Whoa. Lady Day. Uh, so I came across this rapper on YouTube this morning. It was just... <laughs> what? It was different. It was great. I, I enjoyed watching that video. Um, okay. Her name is... 
Light skin Keisha. That's a light skin Keisha. That's, that's a name. That's a light name. skin Keisha. All one word. Nice. And mm-hmm. at first I thought, okay, this is funny. This, this like the name alone, I was like, okay, let me, let me click it. It was actually a vibe. <laughs> Has and she got bars? But that's not the point. She's a um, Cardi B, Meg Thee Stallion kind of female so, rapper. So no. No, but she, but she got swag and 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 she got. She's saying something in a nice way. No one says anything in rap these days. Eminem says a lot. <laughs> nothing nice. No, nothing nice. Her <laughs> name is Light Skin Keisha. Light Skin Keisha. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Right. Is she light skin? She's kind of light skin. Okay. And then, like, I was going through the comments, and someone was saying that I think she's from she's from a certain part of America. Mm. And even though she's not that light skin in that part of America, she, she will she, she she will be deemed as light skin. Mm. So I thought that was cool, you know, kind of just like. Thank you. Um, mine is a another podcast, and it's similar to what we do. Ah, oh, no, that's the enemy. That's the competition. Enemy, man. That's the um, but it's a specific episode, if that makes it any better. No, it doesn't. It's called, um, <laughs> it's called Bibles, Babes, and Banter. Oh, I know, I know one of the, well, two of the guys on that. Nah. They just started. They're yeah, fresh. they just started. They just started. Um, their last episode is from gangs to gospel. Mm. And they actually interviewed a guy that I know who is my brother-in-law's, one of my brother-in-law's best friends. Um, and yeah, just hearing about his story. So he went to jail. So he kind of speaks about that on the podcast and stuff. And just like him actually coming to faith in jail and how it's kind of played out afterwards and stuff. Um, and they take questions, like pe- they have people like uh, sending questions in and then they try to answer the questions in, in the podcast as well. So yeah, um, just the title alone is <laughs> Bibles, Babes and Banter. Um, it sounds like Robert's podcast. I, sent, I literally yeah. sent it to him. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I should copyright that now. From Gangs to Gospel. I think that's like episode four. Ah, oh, no, they got more. Cool. They got Two, more. Three, four, five, six, seven. They got seven. Okay. Cool. Let's hack them and delete there. <laughs> wow, Robert. Nah. Right, wow. Send, send me the link as well so that I can... Yeah, I've sent, I've sent it to so, you. So um, do you have a hookup, Cynthia? I do have a hookup. My hookup is an app. Oh. The app is called Chip. Is, is it only on iOS? No, of course not. It also is for the Android people. Hmm. And she basically, their services. <laughs> it's, it's an app that allows, that takes money out of your account randomly to help you save. <laughs> that sounds like anxiety. That sounds like anxiety. But it's really oh, good because nice. so far I, I got the app like last week and I've already saved 39 pounds, friends. Okay. It takes quite like hefty amounts. I'm not going to lie to you. So basically it follows your your spending trends mm. and then based on your spending trends takes an amount. Right. You can change it if you want to, mm. but also you can be free with it. Mm. And so, and it's not like, oh, putting away, like, you know, when it, the spare change one. So yeah. Yeah. it's not like that. It's literally mm. just the other day, it put away 14 pounds of my money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um i think it's good if you just kind of want to forget about something yeah. mm. and then all of a sudden because i have a friend who was supposed to be going to thailand via one of the chinese air, um airlines mm. and they canceled her flight obviously mm. and um she had to book another flight and she was like strapped for cash and then mm. she remembered all of a sudden she had 150 pounds on this chip app oh, it's just really? one of those things where it's nice when you have money somewhere and you forget about it and you mm. remember it. it's yeah. like yeah. this is what i needed and god will remind you at the right time mm. And then just, just when, when that direct debit bounces. <laughs> 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 that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. That's nice. 
cool. Dope. Sweet. All right, same for outro things. Outro. Shout out to the really nice person who created the um the the music and the um the the logo. It's really amazing. <laughs> it's ordinary amazing. <laughs> you can continue from there, Robert. Co-host. Um, <laughs> You can find us at soundcloud.com yeah. forward slash the Blacks' Fun and Apostrophe. Come on. On all good podcasting websites and apps, including Apple Podcast. Yeah. Spotify. Soundcloud. Hey. I said Soundcloud already. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look for the Blacks' Fun with an Apostrophe. You can find us at Twitter mm. at The French UK. Mm-hmm. You can email us at tbsfurnacehotmail.com. Mm. Um, I think that's it. I believe it is. Happy International Women's Day again. You go, girls. Come on. Thank you, Cynthia. For real. Oh. Did a good job. Thanks, man. Not bad, not bad. Thank you. It was Thanks. very good. It was, it was very, very good. good. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, yeah. guys. Okay. And, uh, Shout out Robert's Barber as well. Come on. Hey. Hey. Inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With the mil- yeah. military skills. Okay, okay, bye. What do I say? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, bye. 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 Bye.